0: hey what's up hey can you hear me
1: yes i can can you hear me yeah wow look at that
0: yeah look at that for your first ever you sound really good too
1: do i what does that even mean
0: uh that it, i don't know it sounds good
1: oh like it's clear
0: yeah it's clear it's not real broke do i sound okay
1: yeah you sound fine
0: okay just fine great
1: no like um, you You sound clear you sound
0: i know i'm just messing with you <laughs> um so this is the jackson street podcast are you already pouring a drink
1: um yeah this is like my third <laughs> glass of wine so you're gonna have to bear with me
0: perfect this is perfect so i so this is jackson street podcast welcome everyone uh, today, I have a very special guest joining me. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about growing up in Indiana. So what better episode to have my good friend Elise on? she's Hi. from, the heart- she's, from- <laughs> she's from the heart of Indiana. I'm just kidding. Uh, but she is from where I'm from uh, like the the region
1: We're both from in the Indi- corner tip of Indiana the left the left corner
0: which the craziest thing about indiana like at least where we're from i would say is that it's close enough to chicago to where no one really associates it with indiana and it's close enough to indiana i mean it's like it's in indiana but it's like far enough away from Chicago where Chicago's like well you're not really part of us.
1: Right. I the region I feel like is unlike any other part of Indiana like it it's it is Chicago but it's not Chicago. I would consider the region more of a Chicago suburb than like Naperville. Like I living in the city for the past 4 years and going to school in the city, I have a lot of friends who are from like the Illinois burbs and you know the region is closer to Chicago than most of the Illinois burbs to put oh, that in yeah. perspective
0: like I feel like it takes forever to get to like like Naperville or Schomburg or even like uh
1: right like our like
0: Bridgeview area
1: like, Jen, Jen was from Batavia, and Batavia is, like, an hour and a half away.
0: Oh, great. You're already name-dropping. I gotta bleep out names. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we both grew up, went to Lake Central High School, which recently had, <laughs> was on the news. <laughs> Famous. <laughs> Uh, like not for anything good, it wasn't on the news because like their academics are off the charts or anything. It was actually, it's not funny, but like, I mean, it's it's coming to Elsie,
1: Elsie is stealing the spotlight recently.
0: They did, they had, um, they had a they called in a, an active shooter situation, um.
1: No but one was, was hurt. Like, there wasn't an actual weapon in the school. Everything was okay. I just wanna preface with right. that. Yeah.
0: Before we get any further, but they heard something in the bathroom. Probably someone like pulling that last <laughs> of uh like the toilet paper off the roll. And it was just like there's a gun. Someone's just racking a gun. And then they called that in and then there was miscommunication between the dispatch and uh the like actual squad. So they called in and then they had to go through and do everything.
1: Well here's here's the thing though is like you and I have like talked about the situation when it happened and it's like when someone reports that type of situation, whether it's like real or fake, like the police have like no choice but to go from zero to a hundred. Because like if it was real, like that would be and they took it lightly. Like, obviously, that would be a serious, serious issue.
0: <laughs> right. And they had so many. Um, they had cops from all over there. They had a full blown thing. They were patting kids down as they left class. as They dismissed them for the day. Because I think it was from like second hour, like the second period of the day to like all the way through the rest of the day that they were on lockdown
1: yeah, it um, was it was like an all day thing. I know my mom said uh 41 which is like one of the main roads in our town that the high school happens to be off of um was closed all day. Um yeah. like the section between like 41 and 30 in the high school and like 85th was closed all day.
0: Well, and the neighbors uh of my parents are One of them is a school board member, and she was communicating with my mom and giving her updates all day. So that was kind of nice to know that that was happening. Uh, But once they found the guy, like they found the kid that they thought had the gun, and then they still had to take him for questioning or whatever because of the procedure that they had to follow. But at the same time, it was... Like, it's good that they, the cops didn't just go in guns a because there was nothing that had actually happened. But, like, all someone thought was, you know, someone thought something was happening, but it actually wasn't. And, like, that's, it was, like, all miscommunication pretty much. It was just the whole thing.
1: Well, right. Uh, And, you know, it's like, can you imagine being that kid in the back of the squad car with the cops being like, you have a gun? And the kid's like, no, I don't.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, (laughs) like, yeah, I couldn't even imagine being in that kid's position. And then also being like, which one of you guys thought I was the kid who brought a gun to school? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what does that say about the other? Like, you know what I mean? Like, about that kid? Like, what does it say? like I, I would just like like does he have to like i would get a therapist after that because i would be like everyone oh, in school 100- thought i was the one that was going to shoot up the school
1: 100% like that kid like is getting looks in the hallway from now on i feel terrible for him at, for him he's probably going to have to switch schools like
0: they're probably like like we know you didn't but like like he he probably was like i didn't have a reason to before but like but now, now i think
1: do, yeah, which, question mark?
0: First of all, we're not making... I mean, we are making light of a shitty situation, but no one got hurt. Like, that's the why we're doing it. Like, if someone actually got hurt in this situation,
1: we even wouldn't if, be joking about it. Even, I mean, even if there I was mean, a weapon present, I would not be joking about this, but it ended up being a false alarm, so it's all okay.
0: Yeah, the only um, weapon that was present during the entire thing was on the fucking cops. So... Which, I guess they were in there with, like, AR-15s and stuff. Or, like, not AR-15s, but assault rifles. Like, right. the SWAT team was in there. Was, you know, like, when things like that get called in, you have to go 0 to 100. But a good thing oh. to note about us growing up in Indiana is that we don't live there anymore.
1: (laughs) Well, so going off of um, Lake Central School Corporation, I want to bring up another interesting topic um, that I found out via um, parents of our community on Facebook. Um, So apparently a common TikTok trend among middle schoolers right now is to like vandalize school property but like in weird ways not like with like spray paint or like weird things but like to steal like objects of hardware so that the things don't work so like i saw from a parent that i'm friends with on facebook i won't name names that the almost every bathroom in clark middle school which is the middle school jackson and i went to in Clark Middle School is closed right now because kids have been, like, stealing, like, metal parts of, like... I don't know if these kids are, like, bringing tools to school. Like, do you have access to a toolbox? Like, I don't understand how they're doing this, but they're, like, stealing, like, parts of, like, the paper towel dispensers and, like, parts of, like, the the literal toilets and the sinks and just taking them and, like, filming TikTok videos of them, like, stealing... Parts of the bathroom.
0: But what I don't get about that trend is that I wouldn't touch those toilets. Right. Like
1: they're nasty.
0: They're so gross. Like took me a year before I was comfortable to like take a shit there. (laughs) Let alone like I wasn't even ready to put my ass on one of those seats until like I had gone there for a year. Whereas... I mean, high school, same thing. Probably took me, like... Uh, well, do you remember the old LC? Where they, like... Well, I mean, I don't know if you would know. This was, like, a guy's bathroom thing. But they didn't have stalls on the doors. Like, they didn't have, like...
1: I feel like I knew uh, about do- that. There doors on the stalls. But, yeah, obviously, like I Hall. never... I never experienced it myself. But. Right. by
0: the old By the old pool... There was a hallway, and, like, my sophomore year of high school, I would get there. You know, school started super early, so first hour, I'm in that hallway, had to go to the bathroom. That was never a fun experience. Everyone just looks at you while you're shitting. It's not cool. It's not fun. It's very dehumanizing, honestly.
1: Part (laughs) of me feels like that's illegal, (laughs) like, in a public school.
0: Right, and it's LC,
1: like mm, I have questions. I have so many questions. Yeah,
0: like where are the where's the legality in like taking? The, I mean, I understand that like there were kids. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see my speak peers to a lawyer should right not now. be
1: able to look at me shit.
0: <laughs> right, and it's like I don't know. I feel but like my question: hard to hide things when you're mid act, and you're like going. My question.
1: Like, Like, going back to these, like, middle schoolers and, like, stealing these things from the school, though, like, they're, like, taking apart these, like, pieces of hardware. My question is, like, how many 11-year-olds, like, know how to use a wrench or, like, a screwdriver? Because, like, they're obviously, like, bringing tools to school to, like, take it apart or, like, break them or whatever. And I'm, like, I just learned how to use a wrench, like, last year. Like,
0: Yeah, okay, but that's different. I feel like I mean you and I were in theater at all these places so I was I knew how to use a wrench because I was like helping build sets and stuff you know so I feel like to me there are applications I feel like that are like they they I don't know do they have shops still in middle school they used to have shops.
1: I don't think so, but like to me, it's just personally surprising that that many like 11 and 12 year olds would know how to use like a wrench and a screwdriver properly. Like, that's just shocking to me.
0: Right. Yeah. That is pretty shocking. But they're okay. Like, when you're like, when you said like, like who's bringing like tools to school, I literally, in high school, we did one of our class shows in the LGI room at high school. And we were taking, we had to, there's like one scene where I brought, I think it was Brett. I'm pretty sure it was Brett. I brought him out in a wheelchair um, and I, but it was like an older, like it was that older one that we always had in the props room. Right. It was like a, a little bit wider. And we, it like just ripped the box off of the wall that had all of like the ports and the outlets (laughs) in it. And it was like sticking off of the wall and it had like ripped the screw out and stripped it. So when we striked the show for the day, what I did was I took the screw, put it in my pocket, went home, found a screw the exact same size, came back early, brought two screwdrivers, Brett and I uh, to the LGI room because it was like early in the morning and someone had just left and we like caught the door. It was like everything happened perfectly and it was like an hour before school started. So we're in there. And we put it all back on because we had like set it on there, but we were like, if anyone plugs anything into this, the shit's gonna fall apart. So we like put it all back on that morning. And I think we even got like a power, like like a drill from the like shop from room. From shop. Yeah. And we like went in and we did that.
1: And I we
0: fixed it and then we returned everything and no- nothing was done, you know. But I think it was because we used tools like in the way that we were fixing we were making the school better
1: <laughs> like more reinforced i, I applaud <laughs> your and brett's hijinks and innovation but how old were you then like you use like it was the lgi and lc so you're probably like what 16 maybe 17 like depending yeah, on probably like 16 17 my My confusion is these, like, 11-year-olds who are, like, know how to, like, take apart, like, a sink. I'm like,
0: how? Yeah, but think about it. Like, your dad or your uncle's a plumber, and you're like, oh, that's what, like, and you see them do it a couple times. You're Growing like. Growing up in the I,
1: trades. Like, okay, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> like, let's say you grow up around them, around someone who is in, like, that sort of thing. And you're like, oh, I've seen someone put together and take apart a sink, like, a million times. And I could do that shit easy. It's Plus, more it's really not that hard. You know what I mean? It's like, I feel like it's like you take a wrench and then you just start yanking on the thing that it fits around until that shit comes off, you know, and you go like righty tidy, lefty, loosey. That's like the base thing for anything. Like that's like you open a jar of peanut butter, you take in a screw out of a dresser, you take in a sink apart, like righty, tidy, lefty, loosey. That's the ground rules. That's basics one oh one. Right. So I think, I mean, it obviously is doable if it's a TikTok trend where these middle schoolers are going in. But I also heard that Clark's football field got demolished or vandalized.
1: I think I saw that, too. It's just like, you know, and then you have people like my mother who are coming in. I mean, I I can't say I don't agree. But, you know, she's coming in here, like, seeing all this stuff. And she's like, what is this generation coming to these children have no respect they they don't respect any property they don't respect their elders and I'm like "Eh, some you know like yes but also some crazy shit went on when we were in middle school too so like
0: yeah but I feel like it was to some extent like yeah some crazy shit I mean but like we really didn't have that much crazy shit going on in middle school like honestly we had one of the most boring middle school experiences
1: yeah I mean there wasn't that much crazy shit I guess I just remember there again I won't name any names but those two kids who like um like went to juvie or whatever like very briefly for like selling out of their locker like over the counter like drugs or whatever like do you know what right, I'm talking about? Yeah,
0: that yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I have actually a very vivid memory of that because like I remember them being approached at like lunch by the principals. like that like that was like it, and, and I think there was one person who brought like a bread knife to school one time, <laughs> like, and I was like, like of all the knives to bring to school. Like, not that I'm saying if you're going to bring a knife to school, bring the right one, because there's no right one to bring to school.
1: They're like, right? I wish it I think... was a machete.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it has to be bigger and longer. You need more distance. And come on, man, you're not going to get shit done with that. No, I, I'm not condoning or promoting that kind of behavior. But I'm just saying of all, like, I don't know, like, I honestly don't think, I think that guy was there to cut bread. Like, I don't think he was there to harm anyone, you know? Like, if you bring a bread knife, I'm like, oh, where's the
1: baguette? Are you bringing <laughs>
0: – like, br- like do you make bruschetta for the whole class? That's awesome. <laughs> well,
1: it's like, the same it's way not- – It was the same way with the kids who, like, got taken out for, like, dealing drugs or whatever. Like, I don't even think it was, like, Adderall or anything intense. It was literally, like, over-the-counter, like, allergy medication or, like, something that you could, like, buy at Walgreens. Like, it was not, like – Anything big
0: <laughs> right, yeah, I don't remember I don't like, know maybe if it, to... maybe
1: it was prescription, I don't know, but I just remember it like being like not that like obviously guessing like...
0: were... I thought it was like a parents' pain kill, pain pills
1: maybe, and in that case, that is a little more severe, I guess, but it wasn't like they were like, I don't think they were like dealing opioids or like anything
0: well, and then. Was it Clark? No, it was LC that had the teacher that did cocaine.
1: Yes, things escalated very quickly. Like that, that was that a situation. year after we
0: that was like a year or two after we graduated though.
1: Yeah, my sister had her as a teacher.
0: And yeah, that teacher was like it got caught on video. I, I... got the like I was think about think about it like this, the viewers. Um <laughs> I I was two to three years removed from Lake Central High School, and I got the video within an hour of it happening, like, texted to me.
1: Oh, it made national news. Actually, I think That's it what was, I'm saying. It was international, I think, because I think some UK publications picked it up.
0: It's It was definitely... It was definitely traveled pretty quickly.
1: It was national, if not international news, and my favorite thing about that situation was that it happened, like basically on thanksgiving like it happened like the news broke like a couple hours before like the day before thanksgiving like right before like the holiday break was supposed to start and it was just like so you can imagine the conversations that families were having over thanksgiving dinner like
0: (laughs) right uh so um with growing up in indiana and then now not living in indiana what is your favorite thing about Indiana?
1: Uh, um, I, you know, I just, I just moved back to the city somewhat recently after living with my, my parents in Indiana during um, the brunt of the pandemic. Um, and I think I would say my, my favorite thing about growing up in Indiana is just... It has, especially the region in general, it has, like, small-town vibes with, like, a big-city mentality, Um, if that makes any sense. Like, a lot of people in our town are very progressive, um, but they also, you know, take, like, family values very seriously. Um, And it's just, you know, you can – I like being able to, you know – I like being able to, in high school, like, go over to your house and just, like – you know drink when we were 16 and just be like you know teenagers n- and yeah, not way to
0: way to incriminate us <laughs> yeah you can like, bleep, yeah we were you can
1: you can bleep <laughs> that part out if you if you so uh, choose
0: <laughs> i don't care i mean we're not 16 anymore what are they gonna do right. there's some sort of statute of limitations you can't right. shit come I... on.
1: i I mean, you can probably find
0: incriminating shit on my phone, though, about that. <laughs> like,
1: I'll also but, say that I love the breadth and variety of Mexican restaurants that we have at our disposal.
0: It <laughs> is insane how many, like, like when you were back, when you were living back here, I would, you know, come back and hang out with you uh, while, you know, I would do free laundry at my parents' house. Um, I... Like, we would get tacos every time, and it was never at the same... Like, I mean, there's, like, probably, like, 12 solid Mexican restaurants within...
1: Like, a five-mile radius, like... Right,
0: like, it's ridiculous, and there's more outside of that as well, because, like, that's not even talking about Hammond or, like, Gary, which has great tacos.
1: Well, Um, and I feel like, really, like, the essence of that was when our friends um my best friend Megan and Jackson's good friend Megan from uh, high school I'm um, glad that
0: she's my good friend but she's your best <laughs> friend there was a great distinction between you like she's my best friend <laughs> but Jackson also knows her
1: <laughs> I don't know why I chose to emphasize that I apologize
0: my um. best friend Jackson has met her a couple
1: times no no we were we were in the same circle of friends um she lives in muncie with her boyfriend max who
0: who's so awesome i love max
1: he's great um but he did not go to high school with us she met him in muncie um but so when he has come up to visit the region and like see megan's hometown um jackson and i were like we have to take him to el taco real like that's the only way (laughs) that he can be indoctrined into the region
0: it's like the best the best um i don't know like they have such good things all of their things are good they're
1: it's a very authentic mexican restaurant within like a 20-25 minute drive of like where we live
0: the chicken flautas are amazing the uh
1: the pork what tostadas.
0: The, yeah. Pork to- or the better you guys get the beef tostadas.
1: I get the pork tostadas. I think Megan got the beef ones, but they're Suizo, so they're yeah, like, yeah, you got to get
0: the Suizo on there. Otherwise, French
1: drenched in cheese. And the margaritas, the pitchers are cheap, they're strong, they're fantastic.
0: Oh, yeah, we drank like two or three of them, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm good. Thing I didn't drink right there, but they. They are delicious, and I would go back. Like, it is... I mean, I've been there a million times at this point, but it is such a good, such a good Mexican restaurant. If you've never been there, and if you are like, oh, I'm in Hammond by chance, um, I would definitely check out the El Taco Real. I I would tell you the corner street that it's on, but I have no idea.
1: If you live anywhere in, like northern indiana northern illinois like northwest indiana chicago chicagoland area would even if highly, you're in like
0: west lafayette like it's not that far of a drive it's, it's like an it's, hour like it's maybe like two, a two hours. hour trip yeah it's definitely worth it
1: would highly recommend taking a day trip with your friends and you know what they were nominated for best restaurant in like or in northwest indiana so there you go. Our unpaid promo for El Taco Real.
0: Right. Super unpaid. We're not getting anything. We're actually losing money on the amount of food we've eaten there. But either way, I will lose money all day on El Taco Real. This, this does sound like an ad. I'm like, this show is sponsored by, but not affiliated with.
1: <laughs> Jack, we got to go back soon, though. Now I want El Taco Real. We haven't had it since we went with Megan and Max in March.
0: <laughs> I know. We haven't been there in a, in a minute. And I do have to go back. But, I mean, it's, it's like, what, 30 minutes from us?
1: It's a trip. It is. It's, it's definitely like, a trip.
0: It's, like, a, okay, we got to plan it. There are a bunch closer. Like I said, we have phenomenal, like, Mexican food. Place Like, that's probably one of my favorite things about the region is the amount of Mexican food that we have. Like, the plethora of it and the variety. Um, but also, I would say that it is the it's almost like having an escape to like right out of the city you know what I mean it's not super far but it's quieter
1: no I and agree I, I like having like I like kind of having the the opportunity to have the best of both worlds um when I when I choose
0: yeah and I definitely choose like random weekends like <laughs> frequently like i'm i'm in indiana right now this one is like this episode i'm recording from indiana
1: and i am in Um, chicago so
0: so look at that the best of both worlds
1: but i'm gonna be in indiana in like three days so there you go
0: well and another one of my favorite things and i feel like it's one of the most indiana things is like getting a slushy and driving around yeah just nothing to do
1: just, like, the, the driving, like, the slushy or the ice cream or, you know, the, uh, the other things that one does when one drives.
0: Like, all of, I would say, like, 80% of, like, any of the dates I went on in high school or even after high school before I moved to the city, like, it was all be pick someone up and you get slushies and you drive around. But, I mean, yeah, you also do it's, that with friends, too. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it wasn't, like, right. a strictly a date thing, but I'm, like, that was, like, probably my go-to move with a date. It was, well, like, that's all right, like, we got food, we went to the movies, now it's time to get a slushie and just drive around.
1: Well, that's, like, quintessential, like, thing, too, because you're right, there's not a ton to do, but it's just nice. It's, you, you know, like, you and I have done that when we've been home. That's usually... Me and Megan's choice of activity when she is in the region and I'm in the region, we'll usually pick up Dairy Queen and then she'll just drive aimlessly for like an hour.
0: See, but you're saying Dairy Queen and I'm saying Speedy Freeze.
1: It's either or. It's either or. But here's
0: the thing. I can get like, well, I guess I was in Indiana last night. I was in Muncie and we got, (laughs) I got a slushie, which is even more Indiana. I was
1: going to say Muncie is very different from where we live.
0: It is. But at the same time, it's not, like, that, that different, I feel like.
1: Muncie like, is, has been deemed the meth capital of Indiana.
0: That's the only difference, though. The
1: meth capital of the Midwest, per se, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I can't get behind meth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I hate that there are so many places in Indiana that you're like, yeah, it's such a bad meth problem. And
1: you're like, really? Here? Yeah, Bye. so I mean, I'll tell you like when I was really little, my family used to live in Michigan. Um we lived in like outside of Decatur, like Paw Paw, Michigan. And we lived in like on this little street that had like a lot of houses and you know, it was built up, but like right outside of that street, it was like pretty pretty much like cornfields and barns and like wasn't, you know, hadn't really been like built up at all. Um and when you would like turn off like the freeway onto like this side street right before you got onto our street from where we lived in michigan there was this like big red barn and it was always kind of like a landmark when we would visit after we had moved from michigan to indiana we would still visit where we used to live sometimes because my dad still had a boat and like we knew the people who bought our house and it was this whole thing um But we would, you know, we would kind of use that big red barn as a landmark as to like when we would have to turn to like, you know, go to our street or whatever. And my dad told me a handful of years ago, he was like, remember that big red barn that we used to, you know, see on our way to the house in Michigan? I'm like, yeah, you know, he was like, it blew up the other day. It was a meth lab.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) This is the second podcast I've hosted (laughs) that we've talked about uh, someone who has been on our show that has had a story in which a meth lab like when they were a child that relates back to when they were a child like on the other (laughs) podcast the untied podcast we shameless plug uh, (laughs) we (laughs) we were talking to andy rowell the tequila guy from america's got talent and he got He had a meth lab blow up. Uh, Well, it didn't blow up, but it got busted. And it was a Taco Bell. Uh, And I'm going to, like, butcher it, but it was, like, Grand Rapids, Iowa, or Cedar Rapids. I don't know. Right? Which one's Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Cedar Rapids?
1: Grand Rapids is in Michigan.
0: Okay, so then Cedar Rapids, Iowa. See, I'm already fucking this up. Uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. He had a Taco Bell that he used to go to when he was a kid. And they had a meth lab in a broom closet.
1: Oh, good.
0: Yeah. So I was like, wow. And then when you said that, which I feel like you've mentioned that to me before, but it was, that is insane. Because I don't think there's ever been a place that I was a child and my parents were like, remember that thing? That was a meth lab.
1: Well, and this was, like, I feel like every time I tell this story, I say it was recently because I, like, remember, like, seeing that landmark as a child and then, like, being an adult and, like, my dad telling me that. But it really wasn't that recently that he told me that. It was at least five years ago. like. So I was probably, like, 18 or 19, like, when he told me that.
0: Yeah. But still, like... You waited a while for it to blow over to tell people...
1: Well, no, not even that, but it's, like, just, like, the differentiation of, like, me seeing that landmark as a child and, like, me being, like, basically an adult and my dad being, like, that was a math lab. (laughs) So, I still say it was recent because I'm, like, I'm comparing it to, like, me knowing that landmark as a child.
0: (laughs) Right. So, yeah. So, still, you know, there's that. But what's your least favorite thing about Indiana?
1: Uh, um... I mean, a lot of things, I think that it's just really boring. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, there's nothing to do but drink slushies and drive around.
1: Right, it's really boring. There's nothing to do except drive around or drink and smoke or do whatever you're going to do. Um, and I also, okay, I will say this too, that the dating prospects for people in Indiana who are our age, are very slim pickings.
0: Well, I would say that about the region.
1: Right. And I will explain my reasoning. I hope I'm not too offensive. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try my best to explain it. Um, I feel that I am, you know, an intellectual of, Somewhat progressive ideals, not a hundred percent, but you know, I'm I'm very academic, I'm very intellectual, I'm very, I'm very cultured. People in Indiana are not. And yeah, for, for the most mnemonic. part, not to say that about everyone, because it's not like it's not like a blanket thing. Like there are people in Indiana who think the same way I do. Like, I'm not or saying it's
0: yeah, they're not complete pieces of shit. I'm but. not
1: saying that's like blanket for everyone, but finding people on dating apps who, like, think similarly to you or, like, can hold an intellectual conversation with you is, like, very hard to find. <laughs> very yeah. hard to find.
0: There is a decent amount of um stuff you gotta feel, But there's... ...into account is if you go 15 minutes south of, like, where we are... It's worse. Like, well, it's, it's like there are like pickup trucks that you could I could drive under like you know what I mean like it's like jacked up pickup trucks and you'll see a tractor driving down the highway and like things like that like back country roads fields and like my I would say my biggest complaint about Indiana and this kind of loops back into Muncie where it's how much construction can you do on i-65 and h- for how long you know for how, how long, long can you keep it up how long can you keep this shit up
1: well you know I it's drove... like in the midwest they always say there's two seasons they say, they say there's winter and then there's construction season and that's just the midwest
0: <laughs> that really is i mean it's like don't get me wrong like chicago's got pretty bad pretty bad um pretty bad construction like especially with road construction you know that really but that like it's because it it screws up an entire system, you know, it just screws right. up an entire like system of things of one way roads and things like that. But when you look at like the highway, it slows down like this three hour drive that I was taking to Muncie. Cause we're three hours from Muncie, four hours if you're in Chicago. Um, but it was just insane how, how much construction and then they'll have signs that say end road work here and then in a few miles they lied you find out that wasn't true there's more there's more road work there's always more but here's the here's the here's the real kicker is no one's working on them no one's doing anything there's not one person working on a road (laughs) i was there on friday And like, and I drove on 65, I didn't drive on 65 on Saturday, but Sunday I did. And then I was like, wow, I haven't seen one person do any work on any of these roads. (laughs) It's like they do a part of the road and then they're like, oh, you know what? Nah, or, or, oh, we ran out of money. Or, oh, we need more money because of this and this and this. And then all of a sudden, there's paperwork and contracts are getting redrafted. And now it's winter. And then they're like, oh, well, I guess we'll finish it in the summer. So now for six months, sometimes, oh, I guess it's not a full six months of winter. It's
1: like four to five.
0: But it's almost six months. It's it's If we're rounding up. <laughs> if we're rounding up, it's almost six months. And if you're in the Midwest, you know. You know. You know.
1: So just it's, for even in Chicago.: Just but, for the record here, you're saying that your drive to Muncie was, in a word, unpleasant.
0: No. <laughs> no, okay. I invite OK, I invited Elise to go with me to Muncie this weekend, and I was like, "Do you want to go to Muncie?" And she was like, "Yes, but no." And uh, it's just going to be so hard and difficult. And I've got so many things because I'm so important and busy. And I've I never time said for I you. was important or busy. <laughs> you said you were busy. Like, I said so busy. I had a I'm lot such of work. A busy to- person.
1: I said I had work to do on Friday and I didn't know if I was going to be able to make it home to the region to go with you. That's what I said.
0: That, that is what she said. That is That does check out. <laughs> um, and then she goes. And then I'm talking to her like same phone call later in the conversation. And she goes, Oh, I have no plans this weekend. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I was like, you can come to Muncie because that's what I'm doing. But still she did not. Um, And then when I got back, she said, wasn't the drive unpleasant and it wasn't that bad, but it is just like a lot of construction with, for nothing to be happening. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if you're like, oh, I'm seeing all this construction, and these guys look like they're hard at work to get this shit done, and then you're like, there are no one's out here. Who's working on this, and who put these cones here, and why is there only one lane, and who took the middle of the fucking road? <laughs> like, is and no one's looking for it, because it just there's all these construction signs, but anyone could have put those construction signs up and started jacking up a road i'm not saying someone did that i'm just saying it's it's definitely wild to see no one working on a lot of fucking construction
1: for three hours well Um, my favorite thing and this is like closer to home is when they do construction on 41 and they will like close an entire lane of traffic and then it's just like blocked off like or like the traffic is just backed up for like a mile down 41 because there's only one lane and but to your point it's like you never i i sometimes see people but like for the most part i don't see people like actually doing the construction so i'm just so confused <laughs> you want to so know the confused. real
0: the real mind fuck is i've really the majority of the time when i see people doing any sort of work is literally just laying out the cones. That's the only yeah. time I see him doing anything, and that's that's the fuck. because you're like you're like wow, look at them, so hard at work, almost getting hit by cars here. You're like, look at
1: the... or or and you then, know the, uh, the other like... people I see, the other people I see are the people who hold the sign to like tell yeah. you to go to like watch so you don't hit the construction people, but the construction yeah. people are just the people putting down the cones.
0: Right, yeah, 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 they're putting on the cones or they're like power watching something and you're like, really, that's what you're doing? Like, but I don't know. I mean, I've definitely, I've seen people fill potholes, but not in Chicago. Um, did Amanda just get home? She did. I could hear her walk in.
1: My roommate just came home from a week trip in St. Louis, which is where her family lives. She just that's... walked in the door.
0: Is she looking at you?
1: No, she had to pee really bad, so she's in the bathroom.
0: <laughs> uh, what a great place to bring this episode to a close.
1: It's wonderful. Um, okay, Jackson, if you had to describe Indiana in three words, what would it be?
0: Hmm... Huh. Uh, clarifying question. Do you want me to describe the region in three words or all yes, of Indiana? Yes, the, the, the region. The region.
1: Our, our Indiana.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, slushies. Driving. Corn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slush is driving corn, and I stand by that. I live by those words. (laughs) Um, And I hope to one day die by those words.
1: I'm going to choose three phrases, because I feel like they're important. Okay. One is going to be progressive children who feel like they're trapped in a conservative state. Okay. Two... That's is... very
0: yeah. That's a lot to unpack uh, at the end of an episode, but go for it.
1: We're not going to unpack it. We're just going to leave it. It's going to leave the viewers with with something to think about.
0: Okay, good.
1: Um, two is um, construction companies turning cornfields into beautiful new expensive subdivisions. Yeah. And three is suburban moms.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, another thing I wanted to bring up that I feel like I only ever see when I'm driving through Indiana is those "Jesus is real" signs.
1: Oh yes, we love them. You know what I'm talking
0: about? They're just giant billboards. Like I was driving today, and
1: we didn't even get to unpack "Scary Mary."
0: scary mary
1: you know the mary statue outside the new saint john evangelist church on 41 oh, the one that's like literally like 30 feet tall
0: yeah it's like like it looks like it would turn into a decepticon and kill you
1: yes <laughs> um it,
0: tell her to move her car quick because those school kids are rambunctious um yeah okay there is a giant we have time i mean it's my i can cut this thing off whenever um but yes there was
1: okay i'm back sorry
0: no you're good uh all right that was crazy um
1: a lot happened
0: so much (laughs) happened uh so basically yes we have time to unpack scary mary uh, there's a giant statue at the new so there, there was always a church in St. John, Indiana, uh, St. John Evangelist, and they have the us uh, like a school attached. Uh, but then like a few years before they redid the high school, they redid the church and they built it somewhere else though. and they have the old one for like weddings and things, but the big one, the huge one that holds the whole congregation. Which I didn't, I didn't go to that church, by the way. Like maybe Neither a couple times I. when we first moved here. I'm a, Oh, that's another thing. Yes, I grew up in Indiana. I grew up here. I was born in Hammond. But I lived for the first few, few years of my life on the west side of Chicago. So I don't want to like sound like I'm better than anyone.
1: West side.
0: <laughs> yeah, but west side represent um, Berwyn. It was Berwyn, Indiana. We grew up, I grew up in the old... Uh, Bona Beef House, and then, well, then I did the majority of, um, like my growing up here, which is where I met my best friend around the corner, and also Elise's good friend. See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> See, it doesn't, it doesn't feel too good. You haven't even <laughs>
1: talked about Brett though. You, I feel like you should tell the story of how you and Brett met because it's cute.
0: It is cute. Um, we met. Well, on the um, we met while we were at the bus stop orientation in kindergarten, and our moms got to talking, and we were like, Do you like Star Wars? <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, and then we found these sticks, and then we played lightsabers with sticks. And keep in mind, it was bus stop orientation for kindergarten, but it's the most wholesome story I probably tell.
1: It's so cute. Uh,
0: and we like we've still friends to this day. Brett recently relocated to Pennsylvania. You can find him. His address is I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> his address is this. Send him a letter tell him you listen to my podcast. Um, and then also here's his social security number. Here's his <laughs> here's his parents' house. His phone number, text him, shoot him a text. Be like, hey, I he- heard about you on the Jackson Street Podcast. Um, no, he's definitely, uh, yeah, it was awesome. And it was in middle school, going back to our middle school discussion. Uh, I know, I feel like we're backtracking a bunch now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but going back to our middle school discussion, I met, so I met Brett in elementary school. And in middle school, we added our good friend Austin to our pack, our wolf pack, now had three. Um, But it was, I just watched The Hangover, so I figured I'd make that reference.
1: You also Uh, met me in middle school. We haven't even talked about how we met.
0: Right. And you're on the podcast right now. How embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) So we actually met in a very unorthodox way. Uh, do you remember in middle school when people would be like hey I dare you to ask someone out yes <laughs> so I was like standing on the playground and they were like hey you should I dare you to go ask out uh, that girl over there and flash forward about 50 steps <laughs> uh, <laughs> It wasn't that big of a playground.
1: <laughs> it really wasn't. Well, do you remember how Clark was? That it was literally just like this block of cement that was fenced in. It was like a prison yard. It's
0: it's like a prison yard. They like walk you out there in cuffs, and there then was they like one... you one by one, and then you go play like kickball with your inmates.
1: There was like one basketball hoop, and they gave you like a basket of like kickballs and basketballs, and that was it. <laughs>
0: yeah there were were two basketball hoops there was a track you could run around everyone and then there was like six or four square and then kickball and and we were able to play kickball until we kicked a ball and Mm it hit it hit um i don't want to drop her name but it's uh our friend's mother who was the recess lady
1: I don't even uh, remember. who Oh, I do. I do. Yeah. I remember. Um.
0: But yes, yeah, so that was that was cool. Um. So that happened, and immediately that shit got shut down so quick, we weren't able to play kickball anyway. That's actually how I met Justice. Was, um. Was playing kickball, but e- anyway. So I got dared. Dad's got this girl, and it was Elise. <laughs> it was crazy. Classic. And then um, we dated from that day until the next day at recess. <laughs> it, was, it was real short-lived. Um, <clears throat> and now we're super close friends. I mean, we were friends in high school.
1: Well, okay. So, <clears throat> yes, that happened. But I also, in middle school...
0: That was when I first my, met you,
1: though. Well, right. But my, my close friend in middle school was this girl who happened to live next door to Jackson.
0: Oh, shit. I forgot about that, too. Yeah, that happened. He he
1: doesn't even remember. But (laughs) um, my best friend in middle school was a girl who lived right next door to Jackson. Um, So I would, like, go over to her house. And then Jackson would, like, be over there sometimes, too. And, like, we would all hang out. And, like, it would be fun. And, like, yeah, that whole thing, Jackson asking me out at recess also happened. Um, but that was, like, all part of that situation.
0: It was all part um, of fifth grade. Like, that was what fifth grade was. And now Just, those
1: those people still live next door to Jackson, though. But it's like, I'm closer friends with Jackson now than I am with that girl. And it's funny. Yeah,
0: it is. And we... But, like, I would say, like, you, like when you went to college, I didn't talk to you... Yes, frequently. frequently. Until after you graduated. And then, like, we started hanging out again when you right especially when you moved back especially when you moved back I was around a lot for like Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff and I was
1: right well I was while I was in college I like still saw you occasionally it's not like we weren't friends yeah whenever Um, I was
0: with Brett you saw me
1: but like we just weren't like super close
0: um yeah plus I wasn't like living in the city so at that time um and then Yeah, you were... So that's how we met. We we talked about how Brett and I met. Justice and I met playing kickball. Um, Austin Austin and I met in choir. We were the only guys in the choir room.
1: It was very cute.
0: Yeah. Well, I was actually supposed to be in band with Brett, but what happened was I didn't go to like I was like well, I couldn't get a hold of Brett at all today like where, where is this guy and I call him and he finally calls me back and he's like dude where were you today first day of band camp and I was like what <laughs> I was supposed to be there and he's like didn't you sign up for band and I was like yeah and he's like well did you sign up for band camp and I was like no <laughs> And he so then I had to call my counselor, and switch that shit quick to choir. And I was like, "I'll do this for a year." I ended up doing it until I graduated high school.
1: So all of it was uh, really just an error. You you being you were a bass in choir, right? Um, well, in high school in high school choir, you were a bass, right? Or were you a tenor? No,
0: I was a tenor.
1: Oh, okay, I got it. I got it mixed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Austin and I were tenors. Brett was a bass. Occasionally, Brett would be a tenor. But I was like a baritone. I could sing bass. I sang. I I was bass my first year. Uh,
1: But it was really all just you being in choir for eight years was really just all a misunderstanding.
0: (laughs) It was all. It all started on an accident. But honestly, it was the best thing. That could have happened uh, because I met Austin. And then I made, like, a lot of my friends do that. And then that's how I made friends with the upperclassmen when I got to high school. Well,
1: that's why you're friends with, like, Lauren and Matt and Allie and, like, those people.
0: Right. Uh, And then, then that, like, got me into the, like, that circle of friends when I was in like the musical and things like that, my freshman year. Um, so that was really fun. Uh, it was like, I, I like, I have no regrets. Like, I don't wish I would have gone to band. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm still friends with some of the people that went off in a band, but there was definitely a time, not necessarily middle school, but like by the time we got to high school, I didn't see any of my friends that were in band. They were off doing like band shit. They were
1: in military camp. Yeah.
0: Pretty much. It was like, like they run a tight ship. It's like North Korea. It was, it was legit. Um, and then, and then, yeah, a few years later, they, like, I think, like, once we got into high school, they built that giant, um, the like trail you can walk like the Jesus trail, we call it, but I think it's like the shrine of Christ's passion.
1: Yes. We're going back to scary Mary.
0: Right. Um, and then yes. they had a real, they had a really nice looking like a uh, stone statue of Mary. Very, um,
1: very tasteful,
0: very tasteful, very approachable. Um, and the, a beautiful trail uh the amount of times we would like <laughs> i i have seen then,
1: my fair share of that trail
0: and yeah cutting i like the third um whatever stage of the crucifixion was or you know what yes. i mean because that's all it is it's like the stations of the cross
1: yes it like, was like this it was like this walking trail that had like
0: on it like a bunch
1: a bunch of different like scenes that were depictions of like the life and times of jesus like leading up to the crucifixion so it's basically just like the story of jesus christ superstar but like
0: like they were all stone like statues and you can walk through and take pictures of them and with them and stuff yes Um, i mean i don't know if they encourage you taking pictures with them but we definitely did take pictures with them
1: it was like tasteful enough that like it was fine it was a little it was a little weird i will say though i have a family friend who like works on the shrine and like he like does like the landscaping like for the shrine he works for the church yeah um and i always just think that's really interesting because i'm like okay, like, Scary Mary, and this whole, this whole, like, trail of Jesus's life, you just, like, maintain the flowers and the weeds. Okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, it's definitely a really cool, if you ever get a chance to be out here, um, my grandfather actually, I believe, helped with the original, like, architecture of that original statue like my great-grandfather
1: interesting
0: something on part of it i don't know if he did it i don't know if i i don't remember i thought the
1: statue was like fairly new though
0: no the original statue was brought over
1: I, i get what you're saying i get what you're
0: saying yes and then then the then there's the scary Mary, which is the new. Sca- they got- the Scary
1: Mary is like less than ten years old.
0: And yeah, that one was new. But that one is like metal. And yeah. if you've ever seen the movie like Thor, when they send that giant metal thing down to like kill Thor. And it's got like like if you look look up a picture of it, it's it looks just like well not it's just like It's like slightly different, but like the metal, like you can kind of like see through the statue. Right? Isn't that it? Like you can see through it. It's like
1: Yeah, very, I mean
0: like modern
1: Yes, like... you can definitely tell it's new. I have not been like very up close to it because as the name or as the slang name of it has been given, it does scare me. Yeah. Um but it is very new, and so I, I would imagine that that would be the case.
0: I should just do the rest of this episode from next to that statue. <laughs> just sit in my car and look at it. Um, it's it's definitely creepy
1: I feel like, I feel like you need to take pictures now to share with the viewers. I know.
0: Um. But it is. It is. It's creepy. You can look it up. Uh, It's at the new St. John Evangelist Church, which is a beautiful new church. I've never been in there, but the outside is beautiful. Um, It is a really beautiful church. Like the stained glass on the outside is really cool. I'm not a huge church guy, uh, but that is uh, pretty cool. And there's... um, But the thing is, the thing that makes it, I think, so scary is the fact that they have the lights shine up directly from underneath it.
1: Yeah, that that is definitely the creepy part.
0: And they're like like that's how you tell camp like spooky camp stories. Right. Like you put the flashlight under your chin, you know. It's not
1: it's unhelpful.
0: Um, not helpful at all. Like have a different angle of where those lights are going to hit. Um but yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, did we hit everything? Is that is that encompass the region?
1: You know, we talked about the Mexican food, we talked about Scary Mary, we talked about the ridiculousness of LC. We um, talked
0: about how we, it's close to Chicago, close enough to be kind of a suburb, but not fully accepted by Chicago. But we also we get all Chicago news and Chicago TV.
1: Right. We also talked about. We also covered the ridiculous construction. We covered mm-hmm. slushy drives. We covered slushy drives our. Corn. We, we yeah we covered corn. We covered our underage shenanigans.
0: Underage um, shenanigans is like a key because there's again nothing to do here. Um,
1: I feel like I feel like we hit we hit most of it, if not there everything.
0: There was. Yeah, it was definitely like. A mix between growing up in the suburbs of a city and, like, rural area.
1: I feel like the last thing we didn't hit was the fact that we would plan Chicago trips often.
0: Yeah, like, we were always going to Chicago. But we were never going to Indianapolis, you know what I mean? Right,
1: we would never go to Indianapolis, but we would go to Chicago and it would be, like, a thing. Like, it would be, like, a trip. Like, we would plan it with our friends. We would... There was one time like our junior prom, we like all we had a group of like 20 people and we got a limo and we went to a restaurant in Chicago just to say we went to Chicago. Um yeah, that so it, was was crazy. A, it was just a regular Italian restaurant. There's nothing special about it. It's freaking Magianos.
0: Oh, but Magianos is really good.
1: It's good, but it's just like a normal Italian restaurant. Like there are Italian restaurants in the region that are like of the same standing as Magianos.
0: Like Little Italy. Yeah, I love me some Little Italy.
1: I love Little Italy.
0: I'm going to talk to them about sponsoring this episode and then I'll be like, this was sponsored by Little Italy. You should also talk to
1: El Taco Real.
0: I know, I will. I'll be like, hey, listen, I gave you a shout out on my podcast. Don't want to brag or anything, but could you give me some of those tostadas? You're like, we hyped you up. just, Just comp the tostadas and we're good. <laughs> so like, same way, same with Little Italy. Like just the, just the You're like just penne comp the pasta. Fillet.
1: Just comp the filet. We're good.
0: Uh, yeah, I just want the penne pasta with the <laughs> um, fennel sausage and the like the Italian uh, spicy sausage.
1: I Ooh, love their, the the pork shoulder with the roasted uh, vegetables. Yes.
0: The po- yummy. pork shoulder is amazing.
1: They also have really good homemade sangria
0: yeah all right I think we're about to hit an hour on this so
1: it was a solid discussion about Indiana
0: it was it was a solid discussion uh about Indiana but I don't want to make this longer than an hour I agree (laughs) um well thank you again for listening again this is the this has been the Jackson Street Podcast and joined with me today was Elise Barriola's you, su- uh, you
1: can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts.
0: Yeah, wherever you get your podcasts, we're probably there. And uh, if you want to follow more of what I'm doing or what Untied is doing, you can do that at uh, my link tree, which is in the description, uh, it's Linktree slash Jackson Delisle. Um, and anything else uh, that you have questions about or anything like that you can contact us through the link tree so make sure to check us out and subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend that is the best way to market a podcast uh i think that covers everything and thank you for listening and we will talk to you soon
1: have a good night everyone